Hello. We are so excited that you've decided to join us today via our podcast. There are other ways you can join. You can watch us live on Facebook and YouTube under Miracle Temple Deliverance Ministries or on our website at www.mtdm.org. You can also join us in the sanctuary at 401 North Wright Street in Burgall, North Carolina. The zip code is 28425. If you'd like to give a donation, you can simply go to our website at mtdm.org and click on that donation button. God bless you. Tonight in a stranger's voice, we shall not hear nor shall we follow. We thank you that we have been crucified with Christ. And it's no longer us who live, but it's Christ who lives in us. Thank you, Father God, that we will take the word on tonight and we will apply it to our lives, God. And we will live according to your word. We just thank you. We praise you for quickening us according to your word tonight, Lord. Thank you, God, for giving us the spirit spirit of understanding on tonight the spirit of counsel on tonight god we just thank you god that the interest of your word gives us light and gives us understanding on tonight and god i bind every disrupting spirit that will come to hinder that will come to harass us on tonight to keep us from focusing on you to keep us from focusing on your word in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. We thank God for bringing us together again to get the word of God because that's what we need. I don't know about y'all, but without the word, we would be able to do nothing. I'm going to start um, just going over what we went over last time that we were together and I have been talking about the Holy Spirit and how um, speaking in tongues will help us to pray the perfect will of God. So I'm going to go back to Romans 8.26 again. And I believe by going through this again, it's going to help us to understand and know what we already have now that we're in Christ. Romans 8.26, and I'm reading out the Amplified Bible. Also... Or in the same way, the Spirit helps us with or in our weaknesses. We do not know how to pray as we should or what ought to pray for. But the Spirit himself speaks to God for us, intercedes with deep feelings, groanings that words cannot explain or that are inexpressible or that are unspoken or too deep for words. So we have the Holy Spirit, to help us to pray unto God when we don't know what to pray for. So this is why we need tongues. This is why we need tongues that when we don't know what to pray, dealing with in our lives, when we're going through, let's say you have a spirit of heaviness on you and you don't know where this spirit of heaviness is coming from. Um, You don't know how to um, talk to God about it. When you start praying in tongues, the Holy Spirit will be praying on your behalf and he's going to pray the perfect will of God for us. So we need to start using our heavenly language because it benefits us because when you're weak in some areas in your life, 
and you need to talk to God about those areas and you need to allow the Holy Spirit to go to God on your behalf so you'll know those areas in your life that you need help with from the Father. He will reveal that to you through the Holy Spirit. So in prayer, speaking in tongues, it helps us when we don't know what to pray about. If a person is going through and um, they're calling us and they're telling us, you know, I'm going through. Can you pray on my behalf? When you don't really know what to ask the Father for, for that person, you can start speaking in tongues and say, Father, I'm going to pray on their behalf. I don't know, you know, what's going on with them, but I'm believing as I pray in my heavenly language, the Holy Spirit is praying the perfect will on their behalf. And then after you do go into prayer, and you're speaking in tongues and the Holy Spirit is praying on our behalf because we don't know what we should pray about. Then it tells us that in verse 28, this is when tw the 28th verse come in. But let me read 27. God can see what is in people's hearts and the ones who searches the heart knows what's in the mind of the spirit because the spirit speaks to God, intercedes, appeals for his people in the way God wants, so in harmony with God. So let's pray in the perfect will of God. When we pray the perfect will of God, this is when verse 28 come in. We know that in everything God works, or God works everything together for our good of those who love him. They are the people he called because that was in his plan according to his purpose. So when you begin to pray, in your heavenly language, the Holy Spirit, he's praying on your behalf and he's praying the perfect will of God. And guess what? That's when verse 28 come in. We know that all things work together for the good, for those who love the Lord, who are called according to his purpose. So that's when things are working together for your good. So after you pray and you're saying, Lord, I'm praying, but I really don't understand what I'm praying because really you're praying um, to God and you're praying mysteries. That means it's secrets. It's mean things that's not revealed. So you want to say, God, I need to interpret. Lord, if it's for me to know what I'm praying, God, I need to interpret these tongues. God will bring it back in English for you to pray it out in English. So this is why we have to spend time in the word of God to know what the word of God is saying unto us. So when God brings it back in English, he's going to bring the word that he wants us to pray over that particular person or over that particular situation. Sometimes we may not know what we're praying, but we can feel a like a lifting. We can feel like peace. You know, after we begin to pray in our heavenly language, because it builds us up in our most holy faith and it helps us to stay in the love of God. So when you begin to pray for people, you begin to pray for yourself or whatever is put on your heart to pray for, you will feel a sense of peace. You will feel a refreshing. You will feel a rest according to Isaiah 28. So all of this is working together for our good. So don't miss out on what you have. Don't take praying in tongues lightly because you're praying the perfect will of God for your life. And then what happens is when you're praying in tongues, praying the perfect will of God for your life, or for someone else, you have rivers that's going out. It's going out to the nations. Your tongues may change 
while you're praying in your unknown tongue. You maybe start speaking like a Chinese and don't understand. Why am I speaking like a Chinese or Japanese or whoever? But you're praying. You might be praying for that nation. So your tongues might change up. God's got you praying for a particular situation. It might be in the Middle East. You don't know. But this is why it's rivers that's going um, all over the place, that's flowing out of you, and you're praying the perfect will of God. And if God choose to let you know what you're praying about, because you want to desire that you can interpret that tongue to say, God, I want to pray out in English. If he does that, it will come out in English to scripture or he'll call out a name and you begin to pray over that person according to the scripture that God has given you. Or when you're praying and you're praying the perfect will of God, God might open up a vision. He might open up something to you and allow you to see exactly what's going on. He may carry you somewhere in the spirit. Remember Ezekiel. Ezekiel was taken by the power of God in the spirit to see the valley of dry bones. So when you're praying in your heavenly language, he might take you in someone's home. I remember it was a time that Lord, the Lord took me in somebody's home. Never been in that home before, but I saw exactly how their home was. So I asked how their home was laid out and they showed told me and I said that's exactly what the Lord showed me what first I was letting them know what I saw so the Lord will take you out in the spirit even when you're praying in tongues and he'll have you to go in somebody else's home and you sitting there watching what's going on in that home and God is telling you what to pray for do not take speaking in tongues lightly because when you speak in tongues I'm here to tell you those tongues will build you up in your most holy faith, it will it will strengthen you. It will help you get through some difficult times in your life where you're feeling like, how did I get through that? That must have been the power of God. It must have been the hand of God upon me. Remember in Ezekiel 47, I went over um, how in the temple, we are the temple of the Holy Spirit. God was showing Ezekiel in this temple and he was showing him how it was a trinkle that was coming down when you speaking in tongues you may it may be just a trinkle a trickle whatever you call it but then the more you speak it'll start at your ankle then it'll move up to your knee then it'll move up to your waist and then it will overflow like a river and it says in Ezekiel 47 when that river went out it went into a place that was dead and it brought life to that dead place so when you begin to speak in tongues and the Holy Spirit is praying on your behalf if it's some dead places in your life some things that you're dealing with guess what that river is going to flow and it's going to bring life to your body when you begin to speak in tongues, you will, your body will begin to be healed and you won't even know what was going on with your body because it builds up your immune system when you speak in tongues. It heals your body because that's the spirit. He searches everything. He searches the deep things of God. Go with me to 1 Corinthians, um, the second chapter. 1 Corinthians, we're familiar with this. 1 Corinthians, the second chapter, it tells you about what the um, Spirit does. Verse 10, it says, But God has revealed them unto us by his Spirit. For the Spirit searches all things, yea, the deep things of God. 
For what man knoweth the things of a man, save the, save the spirit of the man which is in him. Even so, the things of God knoweth no man but the spirit of God. Now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit which is of God, that we might know the things that are freely given to us of God. Which things also we speak, not in the words which man's wisdom teach, but which the Holy Ghost teach, comparing spiritual things with spiritual. Now it says, but the natural man receive not the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness unto him, neither can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned. So we see here that when the Spirit of the Lord when we have the spirit of the Lord on the inside of us and he's going to search the deep things. So I believe that when we're praying in the spirit, see the Holy Spirit, he's, you know, interceding. So he already know what needs to be prayed about. Some things y'all, I don't know about y'all, it'll get to a place sometime. You don't know what to say. You don't know what to pray. You just sit there. But when you begin to open your mouth and pray in tongues, you know that the perfect will of God is being prayed over that situation. And you feel in that freedom, you feel in that liberty, you feel in that peace. And you know, God, you got this. I don't know which way you're going with it, but God, I know you already have it. God, I thank you for strengthening me. I thank you for showing me, God, what need to be shown, whatever don't need to be shown. God, it's okay. So the more you speak in tongues, the more you build up in your most holy faith, the more you're praying the perfect will of God for your family member, for your children. If you don't know how to pray for your children, just start praying in the Holy Ghost. Say, you, you know, Father, you already know about my children. You know what they're going through. You know what they've been through. So I'm just going to pray on their behalf. And then when you rec receive a release, and you know when you receive a release from it, because it's like a peace there. It's not like it was before. So we need to use our heavenly language so we can be praying the perfect will of God. So where I want to go tonight, we talked about the Holy Spirit. And how the Holy Spirit is there to help us. And Jesus sent the Holy Spirit to help us. And I want to say it again. If you do not have the baptism of the Holy Ghost. With the evidence of speaking in tongues. You need it. As being a born again believer. You need it. Because it's going to help you more than you ever would know. I know it helps me on a day to day basis. And also when you're in the word of God. And you're reading the word and you don't understand what the word is saying. Begin to speak in tongues. And that word will be illuminated. You will get revelation after revelation with that word. Because it's killing the flesh. See, you're praying um, to God, to, to the Father. And what the Spirit is doing, he's revealing back to you what the Father will want for you to know. Is that not awesome? If you just sit there and wait on him, I'm telling you, he will be bringing scriptures before you like, dad, that is it. That is right. Thank you, father. So he illuminate, he'll bring um, light to the word of God. So things that you don't know, just begin to pray in the spirit and say, father, I don't know, but I, the spirit searches the deep things that I don't know. So just start praying in the spirit and the word will be open even the more to you. Some things that you thought you knew, you find out I didn't know that. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for showing me that. So that would give you some enlightenment. The next thing is we know that God speaks to us through the Holy Spirit 
through his word and um, we know we can pray in the Holy Spirit and that would help us to pray the perfect will of God. So things that's going on around us, y'all, that we're saying, God, what in the world is going Pray, start praying in the spirit and the Lord will let you know what to speak out in English over the nations or over the area that we're in. The next thing that God was showing me, God uses people. God speaks through people. So we have to be careful on who we want to speak to us. How, how can I say that? God can use whomever he choose. And God knows whom he choose to use. So you can't have a specific person that you prefer God to speak th- through. You have to be open and say, God, you know them better than I do. And God ain't going to let anybody speak over your life. So this is why you have to be in the word of God. So when God is using a particular person, you know that God is using them. Guess how you're going to know? If somebody's up here teaching you and you're in the word of God for yourself and God is using them to speak something forth to you, your baby in your womb, it's going to start leaping. You're going to be like, God, I know that's you. I know that you, nobody could have said that um, to them but you. And it's a whole auditorium full of people, but God is speaking directly to you through that person using the very same scripture that he has given you just that very morning. And you're saying, thank you, God. You love me. You reminded me. That's why it's so important to go into the word of God on a day-to-day basis. So whoever is speaking the word of God, you know they're hearing from God because your spirit, it communicates with the word that's being spoken. The Holy Spirit is only going to testify. He's only going to give you back what's given unto him, and it comes from the word. If you're not in the word, you are missing out. You're taking anything. And you don't take anything from anybody. Someone can speak this word and speak it so fluently and it ain't even God. So you got to know the spirit by the spirit. You got to test that spirit. You got to see if that spirit is of God. The devil speaks the word, y'all. It's right here in the Bible. He speaks the word. He spoke to um, Eve. He twisted the word. So if you're not in the word for yourself, how do you know that's God speaking? Because the devil uses the word. So we have to know, we have to have that connection with God to be able to hear God through his word, spending time in his word, meditating on his word to know, no, that's not what that scripture is saying. Because somebody will take a scripture and they'll put themselves in that scripture like God said it, and that ain't what God is saying. That's what they chose to believe because they were in the flesh. So they're taking that scripture and they're throwing it out and say, God said, it's okay um, to stay with a man or stay with a woman. Let me tell you, I found it in the word. And people that's in that situation, they would gravitate to that and say, I knew it was okay. It's okay for me to be, um, you know, living with a person as long as I ain't doing nothing. Y'all, God's word don't contradict itself. So that's why you got to know the word of God for yourself. People turn scripture around for what they want it to be. When you um, truly accept Jesus as your Lord and as your Savior, you don't go for any and everything no more. It's not acceptable no more. 
So this is why we have to be in the word to know what the word of God is saying. God will speak through people. Um, I remember in my life, God has spoken through people, but God showed me this person that was basically trying to use a gift to draw people unto themselves. And the more those people were getting prophesied to, the more they were gathering around that individual. So the Lord began to show me two people. Show me that individual, but it was two of them. And the Lord let me know about that person. So when the Lord began to minister to me about that person, that person didn't come to the house no more. That person couldn't come to the house no more. I'm telling you, God will show you who is who if you allow him to show you who is who. And he'll show you who is who through his word. He'll show you who is who by shining a light on the person that's not of God. He'll let you know that ain't right. I remember we had one lady come into the house and Jennifer and no, my husband no. And we just asked her to come in one time, one time to do a Bible study. The lady kept coming. She kept coming. She kept coming. And so finally I told my husband, I said, you the priest of this home. I was using manipulation. I sure was. I said, you the priest of this home and you got to tell that lady she can't come here no more. He said, I didn't invite her up in here. You did. So you got to tell her to leave. So I said, Lord, you got to help me with this lady. So what had happened was, I'm going to tell you something. The enemy knows who God, um, who God uses and how discerning of spirits is in operation in a person. So this very person told me that she does not ordain anybody. The Lord won't let her ordain anybody. Not let's say go through the school that they have. And you have to go through the school for a certain amount of whatever, whatever. And I was like, okay, because I wasn't looking for her to do nothing for me. So one day she called me outside of the house and she said, the Lord told me, he told me, I have to ordain you quickly. I have to ordain you quickly. I'm going to ordain you. I'm going to give you a license. I said, no, you're not. I said, no, you're not. I don't need for you to ordain me. Well, I'm, I'm willing to ordain you. I said, I don't need you to ordain me. And that right there is when the rubber hit the road. See, when you, you got to hear what God is saying, so many people want a title. They don't care who give it to them. But God will send people in your lives where you don't have to stand before a crowd to do nothing. He'll send people in your lives to let you know this is what I called you to do. But God is watching you to see what you're doing with what he has put in your hand before he placed that upon you. If people are not doing what God has called them to do before they look for a title or look for somebody to ordain them, why would he give them that? So we got to be where God want us to be and quit looking for somebody to do something for us outside of what God already have for our lives. So this lady, yes, yeah, she didn't show up no more. So God still did a work. Because God knew what he wanted to do in us and through us. So I give God glory for that. So the Holy Spirit, when you come back to the Holy Spirit, he, he's not through yet. The Holy Spirit, when he wants something, when God wants something to be done in your life, it comes through the Holy Spirit. So the Holy Spirit is going to reveal, he's going to show, but you have to ask him. You have to ask for his help. 
Throughout ministry, I have asked, Holy Spirit, I don't know nothing about that. I'm not trying to know nothing. You have to help me. I'm willing for you to help me, lead me, guide me, walk beside me. The Holy Spirit will do it, y'all. Evidently, this is for somebody up in here tonight. Do not let man dictate to you all the time what you need to be doing. Don't look for man to prophesy your life to you or keep prophesying over your life and you're not in the word to get to know God for yourself. Y'all, that's, I call that laziness because I done been there, done done that, done travel far and near trying to find a word instead of getting into the word myself. And it makes you feel so good to hear what they're saying, but immediately after a day or two, it's gone. But you got to charge yourself up with the word of God. You have to ask the Holy Spirit to reveal to you what God has for your life. And speaking in your heaven, in the heavenly language, it will help you. It will help you with the plans and the purposes and the pursuits that God has. Getting back to through people. God does use people, y'all. He'll use people to speak to you because sometimes we miss it. How many of us miss it? Sometimes we miss it. But guess what God will do? He will send somebody to you even when you miss it to give you what you need. That's just how loving God is. If you in prayer and you're missing what God has for you, but you know, you're in prayer. You're saying, God, I, I, I just don't know. God, I, I need your help. God, I, I really do need to hear from you. And it just seems like it's things that's blocking me, that's coming in, that's keeping me from hearing what you have to say to me. Guess what God does? He hear your heart. He's hearing your cries. So he'll have somebody to come to you and say, I heard your cry. I heard your cry. And I'm here to give you the answer that you need to that situation that you've been crying over night and day. That's just how God is. But the more you grow up in him, the more you mature in him, don't look for nobody. Just say, God, I know you're listening. Go with me to Isaiah 65. I'm just going to keep moving as the Holy Spirit say move. Isaiah 65. And this is what God is saying in 24. And it shall come to pass that before they call, I will answer. And while they're yet speaking, I will hear. So before we call, before you call, God has already answered. And while you're yet speaking, God is hearing. See, these are the scriptures that we have to go to. And this is what the Holy Spirit reminds us of. To lift us up. To give us exactly what we need from God. The more you get into the word and the word get in you is always an answer. God always answered because anything that you are thinking about, God already done answered. He's, hey, he know your thoughts from afar off, doesn't he? So we have to remember that God is God. We may not know how it's going to turn out, but God always know how things is going to turn out. That's why we need to be in the word and the word need to be in us. Going back, God does work through people. He does speak to people. Exodus 18 13 through 27, 
We're very familiar with this. Remember Moses had all these people coming to him. Moses was worn out and Jephro, his father-in-law, told him, this what you're doing is wearing you out. He was giving him a word from the Lord telling him to get some leaders, um, the ones that have been um, getting the commands, know the commands, I'm paraphrasing it. And I like how um, God brought this to Jephro. You couldn't just use people that did not know God's commands, that did not know the word. He had to get leaders that were taught these statues, that were taught these commands to use for the people to come to, to get the advice. And the bigger matters, he said, it would go to you, Moses. So God spoke through Jephro for who? Moses. Isn't that awesome? Moses was the ones that was leading the people, but God used the father-in-law to say, Moses, do this. By you um, doing this, it's going to help you. By you not doing this, you're going to burn out. So see, the Lord will use people to help us if we want that help that's needed. Amen. So that was um, Moses. So then God gave me another one in Numbers 11, 16 through 17. This is again, Moses was very upset because the people were crying out and Moses, he was looking at the cries of the people and he um, was crying out and God began to speak to Moses. And this is what God said in verse 16, Numbers eleven sixteen. And the Lord said to Moses, gather for me 70 men of the elders of Israel, whom you know to be the elders of the people and officers over them and bring them to the tent of meeting and let them stand there with you. And I will come down and talk with you there and I will take of the spirit which is upon you and will put it upon them and they shall bear the burden of the people with you so that you may not have to bear it yourself alone so it god said i want 70 of the elders but what god had to do was the same spirit that was on moses had to be put on them what am i saying you do not go to in and everybody for advice you better go to the ones that you know that are born again that are serving God with their whole heart, that have a prayer life, that are in the word of God. You don't go to everybody that don't even touch the word. How dare you? Why do you go to somebody who's cutting up all the time, cutting the food, don't come to fellowship, um, in and out of different churches, and you going to them for advice? You want to go to the ones that you know that's bringing forth fruit, that's living a life before God that you see in that life manifest before your very eyes. So you know they got a prayer life. You know that God is doing something in their lives. So God had to take that same spirit that was upon Moses and put it upon them in order for them to help Moses. God ain't going to let nobody walk beside you that you have the spirit of God um, on you and they of the world. You can't even touch and agree with them because it's not going to work. I remember when I was going through depression and I had my cousin to come over to the house and pray with me. So when he came to the house to pray with me, we got ready to get in the circle to pray. And he asked my husband, he said, are you safe? He said, no. He said, you can't get in here with us. And I believe it, it hit my husband wrong because he like, why can't I get in here with you? Because really... The effectual fervent prayer of the righteous man availeth much. 
So my husband wasn't where we were. So if he wasn't where we were, guess what? He's thinking, okay, we're touching and agreeing because we are the same spirit. If he's touching and agreeing with us and he's in doubt and he ain't of the same spirit, then guess what? He can't be in this circle. So you got to watch who you're touching and agreeing with. Even born again folk. Even the ones that's born again that's not in the word of God. That's um, not doing what the word of God is telling them to do. You can't tell somebody, can you touch and agree with me? I'm believing God to, um, to be healed. And they are in the circle which you say, oh Lord, you're going to die if you don't get to that emergency room. No, you got to shut them off. I don't care how long they've been saved. You got to say, excuse me, step aside. You shouldn't have went to them anyway. Because you should know their lifestyle. You should know what they do all the time. They're not after God. They're after man. You want to make sure you're touching and agreeing with people that believe what God's words say outside of what's being said. And I'm going to be honest with y'all. These days and times, it's hard to find. Come on, let's just be honest. Because you have double-minded people that are unstable in all their ways. They are so afraid to say, God can. Because they say, if I say God can and they die, I'm going to look like a liar. No, you ain't going to look like a liar because whatever God says is what God says. And you want to stand on what he's saying, but you better know who you're standing with. You don't get a double-minded person. They are unstable in all their ways. God said when two or three come together, what? He's in the midst. But we got to be on one accord. We got to be believing the same thing. We got to be saying the same thing. This is why Jesus put them out the room, did he not? He had to put the ones out the room that was not on the same accord with him and he shut the door. So we have to know. How are you going to know? The Holy Spirit, he'll prompt you. He will let you know what's going on around you. Some people are saying, yes, Lord, but they're really saying no. Some people are speaking the word, but deep down inside, they're saying it ain't going to work. Come on, you have some people that saying out of their mouth what people think. Well, they're speaking what they want people to hear, but their heart is far from what they're saying. Y'all, we're amongst some people. We're amongst some people that are, are saying one thing and they're doing another. We can't have that. When you doubt, you do without. That's why I love my granddaddy so much because he never changed his confession. No matter what you said, he said, nope, taint so. That ain't what the word says, taint so. He kept the same confession of faith because he believed God. He was fully persuaded at what God had said. He didn't waver off of any, he didn't waver no matter what it looked like. He did not waver. The Holy Spirit is here to help us. But we got to want the help from the Holy Spirit. God does use people. But you want to make sure that the people that God is using is in the word, is in prayer, is in communication with God. And you and living a life that represent him and not the world. And you will know. 
Because God will put those people in your lives, not for you to lean on those people, but for you to get a boost. What I mean, a boost. Sometimes we need a, a boost from somebody. Sometimes we need some encouragement from somebody to help us to go on to know I'm on the right track. Sometimes God will send you people just to encourage you. He'll um, allow them to prophesy to you, to build you up. You know, because sometimes we just get to the point. We want to do nothing but lay around and say, God, I just don't know. And that time, God will send somebody to you to encourage you. So he does work through people. But do not depend on those um, people more than you depend on God. I got to the point in my life I was dependent on people more than I was dependent on God. And I'll never forget the day God sent this lady to me. And God said, I will not be sending you a word through people no more. I'm like, the devil is a lie. At that point, I had to make up my mind and say, God, it's all or nothing. And that's when I really start getting into the word. That's when I really start um, turning away from the things that um, I was putting before God. And my heart desire was, God, I want what you want. I want to hate what you hate. And the only way I'm going to know this is through the word. So, God, I want to be fed by your word. Feed me, Lord. So I start getting in the word more. And when things start coming up, I would turn to God more than I would turn to man. I would say, God, you know all things. So if you can't tell me, God, nobody will be able to tell me. So I'm just going to sit here and wait on you, God. So I learn how to wait on the Lord. So if people do come and give me an encouraging word, I just look. Because I already know what God said. See, God will confirm his word through people. He will do that. But don't hang on to people so much that you forget God. You got to run to him before you run to people. So God will use people, but you better watch the fruit that people are bringing forth that God is using too. Because it is some corrupt fruit out there, y'all. It is some people that are just after money. They're not after helping people. So watch the fruit. Watch the fruit. Because I'm going to tell you something. Me, my husband, and Jennifer Porter went, y'all, way in the woods. To look like a juke joint. To get a word from the Lord. If they had killed us in them woods, nobody would have been able to find us. Just to go get some word. Coming back 2, 3 o'clock in the morning. To go get some word. Yeah, way over there. And every time somebody said, prophet, who, where, when? We were on it, y'all. But you know what? I thank God for those times. Because through those times, God raised me up and raised us up for who we are today. That let us know you don't follow man, you follow me. So this is what we have been doing. But I'm telling you, y'all, prayer will change things. But you got to be in a place in order for things to turn around on your behalf. And that's being in the word of God. So that's all I have tonight. But I'm going to ask somebody in this room tonight. Through what I have talked about, about the Holy Spirit and speaking in tongues, I believe it's somebody in here that can help somebody else with how speaking in tongues have helped them in their lives. Is there anyone that want to share? Come on, Sister Loretta. Before I can say, come on, Sister Loretta already done popped up and said, apps are coming. I, uh, y'all probably remember, um, 
we was doing a skit in here a while back. Me, Vanessa Newton, her husband, a couple other people. We were sitting over here, and Brother Rick started to pray in tongues. And I was, and I was standing up there, standing there, and Vanessa knew, knew I had something to say. And uh, God gave me an interpretation of what he was saying. <laughs> he was talking to me. God was talking to me. Glory to Jesus. And I'm going to tell y'all something right now. The Holy Spirit is real. Y'all have to take him serious. He is real. And I talk to him so much. I call my husband the Holy Spirit sometimes. Even my dog. That's how much I talk to the Holy Spirit. Because he's a wonderful counselor. He's my counselor. He's my helper. Just like the word say, he, he's everything that we need, y'all. We need to really take him serious. He is real. Please take him serious, y'all. Is there anybody else that want to share that can help somebody else along the way with praying in tongues? I got another thing to say. Mm-hmm. I, uh, me and Barbara was cleaning the church a while back, and um, I had misplaced my rings, my rings, and um, I had a lot of change in my pocket, and I put my ring in my pocket. So when I came in to clean the church, I was when I come up to the front, I put every, all my change in the um, in the uh, jug, not realizing that I had uh, uh, the chain, my ring with, with the change. And uh, I said, "Oh my God!" When I got home, I said, "What in the world did I do with my ring? Where's my ring?" I checked my my pocket and I checked my uh, vehicle, and it wasn't there. And I walked through the house, looking through the house, trying to find it. I said, "Oh no, it's not there." And I think that was a Thursday, because I called Barbara, and I asked her, did she see it anywhere? And I called, and she said, did you take the trash? I said, no, I did. And so my husband and I, we came down here to take the trash can outside. We dumped everything out there, out on, on the sidewalk. And um, I'm nervous, of course. <laughs> and I dumped, we, we couldn't find it. And so that Saturday, so, the, yeah, that Saturday I was dusting, and I had a lot of change on my drawer. So as I picked it up, Holy Spirit said, check the change drug at the church and I text Paulson asked if we could come down here that Saturday and as I dumped all the change out on the floor the ring rolled out with it praise God hallelujah <laughs> the Holy Spirit he will help us right if we ask for help amen Teresa you have something mm-hmm Just um, praying in tongues and um, asking the Holy Spirit, because just this week, the Holy Spirit, we can ask the Holy Spirit to help someone else, and he will. Um, My husband had came back in the house. It was early in the morning. I was still in the bed, and he was like, "Um," and I woke up, and I'm like, what you looking for? He was looking for a certain key that he needed at work. And I got up, and I went behind him, checking everything that he had already checked, And then he went on, and as I got back in the bed and I was laying back down, I said, Holy Spirit, show him where he left that key at work. And when he got there, and later on he called, I said, Baby, did you find the key? He like, yeah. It was right where I left it, in the truck. I said, well, before I laid down, I asked the Holy Spirit to show you where you had last laid that key. And I actually saw it in the truck. But whenever he told me, he told me it was in the truck. Um, and just today, when I was on lunch break, when you was talking about 
your tongue's changing and mm-hmm. you're sounding different than what they normally do. I was sitting in the car during lunch at um, Walmart, just sitting in the car. Well, first, I was praying all the way there. I was praying in tongues, and I got in there, and I just sat in the car. And I was still sitting there, and I was praying in tongues, and I had my head down. And they changed. And I heard it, and I was like, I sound different. They sound funny. I sound different. But... God, you know what I'm saying. I don't. You know what it is. I don't. You know what it's for. I don't. Um, And I just kept praying and feeling that release and just everything. Um, I didn't ask for the interpretation of it, though. But I knew it was the perfect prayer, what he wanted prayed, because it changed it just like that. Amen. Amen. Okay, I'm going to ask... Hmm. Erica, can you close us out? Well, first, Deacon, you want to come up here for the offering? Wasn't that an inspiring message? Thanks for listening to the end. Join us every Tuesday for Bible study and every Sunday for service. We're looking forward to hearing from you as well. Feel free to reach out to us via the website at www.mtdm.org. God bless you and we'll see you next time.